This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, I'm Eric Nordoff, and today is a very special day. Today is Friday before Mother's Day, and I thought it would be something really special to just take today to reflect on and think about those women that have meant so much to us in our lives, those mother figures, for some of you You may not have been able to have a mom, or you didn't get to know your mom, but you had a mother figure in your life that loved you incredibly well. Or if you're like me, you were blessed to have a wonderful mom and a wonderful grandmother and a wonderful wife who loves my children well. So I am incredibly grateful for moms all around the world because you mean so much to us kids. And for me as a son, there's always been a particular bond between me and my mom that is hard to explain. And it's something that cannot be replicated and duplicated. It can't be manufactured. It is honest and sincere. And what I love the most about my mom, uh, well, there's really two things. First of all, she gave birth to me. (laughs) And that, my friends, definitely took a lot of courage. I was listening to the radio the other day, and somebody was saying on the radio that really every birthday should be a chance to honor the mother for giving birth to that child, that that really the, the honor and the praise and the celebration needs to go to the moms who went through the process of being pregnant and all that goes with that, giving birth and then raising this child. And there is really is something special about uh, something obviously maternal and nurturing about a mother and a son and a mother and a daughter. And for me, I think about the one thing that my mother offered me and gave me, which is so, so beautiful is she gave me unconditional love. And she most reflected God's love by the way that she loved me. And uh, my mom uh, grew up in Germany. She uh, was raised in a family of five kids and with a very strict disciplinarian father, as was very common back in the 40s and 50s. Uh, You did not speak up. Uh, or you were going to be disciplined. You stayed very, you were corrected. And um, and I know that was very trying for her and uh, probably emotional for her uh, growing up. And yet, I think she wanted to provide an environment where her child, I'm an only child, was loved and nurtured and felt the freedom to be who he was. And that's the thing that I'm so, so grateful for about my mom is that she never made me feel as if I had to be a certain way, do a certain thing. 
she was always very accepting of me as a person, allowed me the freedom to explore and to explore different things if I wanted to. Most of the time, I was very comfortable being on my own. And I remember one funny experience where the only time I think she ever told me to do something was when I was, I remember she came home, I think she came home from a busy day at work. She worked part-time whenever I was in school. She was working as a, as a, as a cosmetologist. Um, I think that's what her title was. Anyway, she can correct me later. <laughs> um, but she worked in the cosmetics counter at um, a local retail store in New Jersey, Epstein's. And she would come home around four o'clock and I was, I was already home at that point. I'd either walked home or someone drove me home or I took the bus home. And I would usually be watching TV, sitting in front of the TV, watching my favorite show at the time. You can't do that on television, on Nickelodeon. Who remembers that? That was my favorite show. Either that or I was watching MTV music videos. And I'm not necessarily proud of that or not necessarily thinking that was the best use of my time. Um, But I can relate to it now because I think my kids don't necessarily make the best use of their time either when I come home. But um, regardless of all of that, I remember the one time, uh, and my my mom was always very accepting of me, knowing that I needed a break and needed a rest, and and I never felt the pressure to, to do anything or necessarily be anyone in particular for her. So I felt the freedom to be myself, in other words. But this one time, I remember <laughs> I probably was sitting around the TV too much and wasting way too much time, and she threw the trapper keeper Remember those good old trapper keepers? It was my orange trapper keeper. And she threw the trapper keeper at me and she said, go do something. And I remember it. She said it with a German accent because she had a German accent because she immigrated from Germany in the 60s with my dad. And I remember her saying that. And you know what? I took that to heart and I remember sort of laughing about it. And I remember her sort of laughing about it at the time. But um, that's kind of a funny story that we recall um, I also remember my mom encouraging all of us to get out of the house. Raus is what she used to say. Get out of the house and go do something. That was very important to her, and I'm grateful that she pushed me to do that. But for the most part, I just felt an overwhelming sense of unconditional love from my mom. And that's what I think of for Mother's Day. I have a lot of love for my mom. And because I received that unconditional love from her, I can also give that unconditional love that she gave me back to her, but also to my wife and my kids and uh, others around me that are important. And I'm also very grateful for my grandmother who showed me the same type of unconditional love. Um, And I was grateful for her because I didn't get to see her all the time. She lived in Germany. She didn't speak English very well at all, uh, hardly. And um, she would come over for long periods of time, or I would go over to visit her and uh, her husband, my grandfather, Opa, Omi and Opa were uh, the ones that I would visit every summer uh, when I was, almost every summer, uh, when I was between the ages of 8 and 16. I would get to the honor and the pleasure of being able to go over and be in Germany and get to know my family over there and also go on adventures. My grandmother showed me parts of the world that I would never have been able to see. And 
I, um, I have wonderful memories of my grandmother who's still alive. She's 97 today. Um, she, her birthday's in April. She just turned 97. And she uh, just spent time with me. Uh, one of the things I just remember about her is that she would, she would invest time into me and spent a great deal of time talking. I used to love when she would read me stories and tell me stories and show me how to cook spaghetti and salad and simple things. I'd never been a great cook, but she showed me, taught taught me some things about cooking. I also loved to do dishes. We didn't have much other entertainment at the time. Um, I was grateful when I was able to watch an episode of Dallas in German uh, or maybe uh, an episode of Bina Maya, which is uh, Maya the Bee, which uh, was one of my favorite shows that I used to love to watch. Um, And she just spoiled me. She made me ice cream. She gave me food. And I was very well spoiled. And that's what mothers do. Mothers and grandmothers, they just spoil you. And uh, I'm grateful for that spoiling because it was good for my soul. It was good to be nurtured. It was good to feel loved and appreciated. And, And I know you probably feel the same way about your mom. And so you can just identify in that with me. And so I kind of want to just read a scripture verse to you to finish up um, that kind of epitomizes um, how I feel about my mother and uh, my grandmother and my wife. And it's very simple. It's Proverbs 31, 28 says, her children arise and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many women do noble things, but you surpass them all. And that's the way I feel about you, mom. I love you. And I wish I could be with you today, but I'm glad that I can uh, speak into this podcast and share my love for you in front of my world, the courageous community. And I also want to say to my Omi, ich liebe dich. And I cannot wait to see you again this summer and to bring your great-granddaughter over and see the joy on your face that we get to experience together. And for my wife, thank you for loving my kids so well and for loving our children so well. I'm grateful to be on this journey with you. You are by far the woman that does noble things and you surpass them all. You truly are a Proverbs 31 woman. Thank you, Chrissy. Thank you, Mom. And thank you, Omi. I love you all, and I'll be with you again on another episode next week on CourageCast. Cast.